0: President Biden told reporters yesterday that he's optimistic about a ceasefire in Gaza by next week. And this was awkward while I was eating ice cream. How about a minute to put down my cone, dude? Ah, television people, they're not normal. They're not normal at all. You can't believe them. Don't trust them. Seth Meyers, who was out walking around with Lunch Bucket Joe bumping into furniture, saying, oh yeah, I'm having an ice cream, and I think there will be a peace deal in the Middle East by this weekend. He was lying. It turns out he was lying. The Israelis said, no, no, that's not in the pipeline, not happening, not working. The terrorists also said, no, no, we want to murder all the Jews. That was their response, and... We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop at all. That's what we do. We're bloodthirsty ghouls. We're like gargoyles from hell. Uh, we're mass murderers. We're genocidal lunatics. You know, we're Hamas. And, uh, and it turns out Joe Biden was just lying. You know why he was lying, Michael? Because the Muslims were going to boycott him in Michigan in the primary because they're pro-jihad and pro-Hamas and genocidal anti-Semites. And in fact, the genocidal anti-Semite vote in Michigan, the Democrat vote in Michigan, the genocidal uh, anti-Semites did very well in the, uh, in the Democrat primary in Michigan yesterday. And how many of them? How many of them did the uh, thing? It's, uh, well, a whole lot of them. I'll tell you that much. Let me tell you this. Uh, it turns out that more than 13% of Democrats in Michigan voted for jihad, And it's not all just jihadi Muslims from the Middle East and Africa that want to kill the Jews. It's a lot of students in Ann Arbor who are young and impressionable and they're being indoctrinated and brainwashed by left-wingers who are carrying on the traditions of the Socialist Workers' Party. You know, the old Socialist Workers' Party in Germany in the 20th century. But uh, Joe Biden did get 81.1% of the vote in Michigan in the primary, the Democrat primary there. But 13.3% voted for Hamas. That was more than 100,000 votes. Now, Joe Biden got 617,000 votes. The Jihad got 100,000 plus 960, 100,960 votes. And that's 13.3% of the Democrat vote is genocidal. They're genocidal anti-Semites, and that's okay with the media and with the Democrats. President Trump did much better, however, than Joe Biden, because while Joe Biden got a puny, paltry number, 617,000 votes, not too terrible, uh, President Trump got 755,000 votes to Nikki Haley's 294,000 votes, and that means that President Trump got 68.2 But more than 68% of the vote there, his biggest win, his biggest victory in the primaries thus far, Nikki Haley getting 26% of the vote. But President Trump mopping the floor with her, mopping the floor. And now the conjecture is that Nikki Haley is planning on losing because what else would she plan on doing? The Republican nomination, but she may decide that she wants to run as a third-party or a no-labels candidate, you know, and uh, straddle the Democrat Party, uh, which she's doing right now, and the Republican Party, in the hope that she'll uh, somehow, if uh, something unexpected happens, end up being the President of the United States. However unlikely that might be. So we've got that the uh, the big uh, the big primary, the Republican and Democrat primaries in the state of Michigan yesterday. The jihadis turned out though. They had Rashida Talib. She was pushing the nobody for president thing, the, you know, the yippies uh, chanting nobody for president, and now the jihadis. And Rashida Tlaib, she's out there making videos of herself, walking around like a lunatic and uh, saying crazy lunatic things, because that's who she is and what she does. But uh, she did get more than 100,000 Democrats to vote for nobody, honestly. They voted for uncommitted. So they got uh, 13% uncommitted. 81.1% should be committed. That's a mental institution reference right there. They should be committed to mental institutions because they're insane. But uh, quite honestly, the the 13.3% of Democrats that are genocidal lunatics and they support the jihad against Western civilization, that's your Democrat party. That's what they're teaching on college campuses and in high schools, and they're trying to work it into you know, in between transgender twerking classes for kindergarten. They're trying to work in the anti-Semitism and the genocidal, anti-Western, anti-Western stuff. Uh, President Trump, very happy with his, uh, with his victory. And I will I will share President Trump's response uh, with you as well during our Humble Radio broadcast today. We remain at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. 630 9625 that's uh, where you can call us. It's absolutely toll free to you, our beloved listeners. And as if anything's not toll free, everything's toll free now. That's the funny thing about toll free numbers they are superfluous, they are redundant, they are unnecessarily repetitive because every funder, you grab your cell phone, it's not like they charge you for a long distance call. Calling station to station, person to person. No, just pick up your phone and you dial some. Uh, Also, Hunter Biden. Is uh, allegedly going to be on Capitol Hill today. He may uh, just be lying. He may instead flee to communist China, where he has friends and business associates that he's lied about over the years. So we got that uh, that going. Hunter Biden uh, will be on Capitol Hill, allegedly testifying in a closed door deposition. That's what it's being called. That's not a public hearing, but a closed door deposition, and he will he will be under oath. But that doesn't really mean anything anymore because Democrats lie under oath on Capitol Hill before congressional committees all the time. I mean, if they're up there, they're probably lying under oath because they're Democrats. And we got, who do we have? Um, uh, You know, the former DNI, right? The director of national intelligence had him lying under oath. The FBI director uh, lying under oath. They lie under oath all the time. The Democrats go up there. They scoff. Uh, Lois Lerner with the IRS. Remember when uh, the IRS was used by Barack Obama to target the political enemies of the radical left in the United States? And it worked. And the news media was happy about it because our news media is the most corrupt institution in America. Organized crime actually has a code of ethics that is uh, that holds uh, members to a higher standard than journalism in America today. You can trust organize, organized crime to be more honest, to tell you the truth than you can trust the New York Times. But Hunter Biden will be up there today, allegedly, on Capitol Hill. He will be sworn in. He will be under oath. But that doesn't matter. He'll lie anyway. And the Republicans running the, uh, running the show, and it's all a terrible television show, say that they will release the uh, transcript, a full transcript, of the Hunter Biden deposition. And they're saying they're not going to selectively release... They might have to redex it for classified, blah, 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 but it will be a lie. Uh, they say they're going to release the transcript soon after. Now, soon after doesn't mean this afternoon. It means next week, and then that will be delayed because the Democrats will file petitions and it'll have to go to the Supreme Court or something, but uh, they'll delay it uh, because they're very corrupt, the Democrat Party. He uh, After this closed-door testimony, and this is what the Republicans said all along, Well, we want to have you testify in closed session, and then we'll have you testify in public session. Uh, Hunter Biden started lying about that immediately because he lies all the time, and he's a crackhead and a stripper knocker-upper and a Russian hooker dater. And he posted those videos and those pictures, and then, and then the intelligence community corruptly lied to the American people in order to uh, tamper with our presidential election. We pay him to tamper in presidential elections in Uzbekistan and and uh, Burkina Faso, but not the United States. Instead, now they're just messing with the elections here in the United States. A lot of them should be in penitentiaries, uh, in solitary confinement. Probably Supermax would be a good place for John Brennan, for example. But then, after today's testimony, they're saying that there will be public testimony following the Democrats will turn everything into a circus, into a clown show, because they know they can do this and get away with it because they have... The news media in their corner, which is a, a a very potent weapon to have in your corner, the near entirety of the news media, the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN. CNN, have you seen that nobody's watching CNN? There are more people standing in Times Square right now waiting to get mugged by Venezuelan gangs than there are people watching uh, CNN. It's kind of an amazing thing. And still they paid Don Lemon, Don Lemon of all people, $24.5 million dollars in a uh, legal settlement, to not do the news at CNN. It might be worth it, too, because having Don Lemon as one of your lead anchors probably costs you the few remaining viewers that you have left. Amazing stuff. So the public hearing will, will follow the closed-door session, which is allegedly going to happen today. You remember that, uh, what was it, December 13th, uh, Hunter Biden was was subpoenaed by the Republicans on Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives, And, um, you know, it's not just the Republicans, the House of Representatives subpoenaed the son of the president. He told them to go beep themselves. And he went up there and held a nasty little fake press conference with Eric Swalwell, who's probably still having sex with a Chinese secret agent that got him, uh, to Washington as a member of Congress. Fang Fang is her name. Fang Fang. Fang 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 went the trolley. And, uh, uh, and then he uh, he came out and he uh, uh, said stupid things, and then he ran away. Uh, we live in very corrupt times. The Democrat Party is a very corrupt party. And they're illegal alien things. See, we got more and more, and it's we got Venezuelans and Salvadorans. They're murdering people. they're they're raping women at knife point. They're sexually assaulting underage girls. Uh, they're all illegal aliens. I mean this this uh, well, not everybody, of course, but uh, the Democrats are worse than illegal aliens. They, they commit even more crimes, believe it or not, than illegal aliens. But, but never mind that. The illegal aliens, the, the crimes are just piling up. Uh, and uh, there are many more for you today because the Democrats have an open border policy and they like to spread the Venezuelan gangs around the country uh, so that women are dragged uh, nearly to death in New York City while the Venezuelan gangs steal their purses so they can steal their phones so they can hack into them, so they can empty their bank accounts. And the Democrat Party thinks this is good. Oh, in fact, where's my dang uh, Washington Post? I brought it in today. Here it is now. The front page of the Washington Post. Um, They had the story online a couple of days ago, but now it's on the front page of the Washington Post. I'm holding it up to show to Michael Piercy because he hasn't seen it yet. Uh, Below the fold, front page, uh, most of the way across the newspaper, The economy is roaring. This is the headline, the economy is roaring. Yeah, into a wall at a high rate of speed. Boom. And we're all about to go through the windshield. The economy is roaring, and immigration is a key reason. They got some kind of gonads, these people. Momentum in the job market has picked up aggressively. Aggressively. Yeah, the the Venezuelan gang activity has picked up aggressively, too. All while Washington is deadlocked. On a border deal, uh, well, you know the, the Democrat Party runs the an extreme leftist centa billionaire Jeff Bezos, who is also Doctor Evil, by the way, owns the Washington Post. He bought it like some people buy a shirt. Uh, he bought the Washington Post, and now it's uh, just—I mean, it was always a vehicle for the Democrat Party going way back, but now it's a uh, commie rag. It's just uh, what the economy is roaring, really. What economy is that? <laughs> That's And immigration is a key reason, not illegal. And then they have the gonads to do this. They've actually got a Venezuelan family, a picture right here, a color picture. Oh, look at these wonderful Venezuelans here. They're not stabbing and kidnapping people. They're not uh, murdering girls on college campuses in Georgia and raping young girls at knife point. They're, they're not sexually assaulting underage girls in Virginia. That's, uh, that's all fine. But there it is. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, and, uh, and next to that, I love this stuff too. Leader is, quote, optimistic, end quote, on averting shutdown. We got another one of these idiotic government shutdowns living. I love a government shutdown. The more government shutdowns we have, the happier I am. I'm not bringing anybody's scout troop to Jellystone Park So little Timmy is not going to be disappointed in crying outside the gate of Jellystone with 12 news cameras focusing on his tears. Um, This is, everything is a lie, (laughs) and these people are the biggest, boy, are they big liars. Amazing stuff. We got amazing stuff. Yes, sir. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, yeah, also speaking of testimony and transcripts, House Republicans had uh, requested from the Department of Justice The transcripts of Joe Biden's interviews with Special Counsel Robert Herr, they were supposed to deliver those transcripts by February 19th. It is now February 28th, and the criminals at the Department of Justice have still not delivered the Robert Herr transcripts. There are audio tapes as well. They're engaged in an elaborate criminal cover-up. It's uh, quite extraordinary. These people, can I say these people? The illegal alien problem is now the number 1 issue with voters across America. Democrats are here to destroy America as it, as we know it and has as it has always been known. They're defunding police, jailing police and freeing criminals and Venezuelan gang members across the country because they're making an omelet, you know, and you got to break a few eggs to to make an omelet. Slavery in Africa is back. And it's bigger than ever. Democrats don't care, though, because, you know, they're rewriting history here. We got all kinds of Democrats for you, and we're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com Bum, bum, ba da bum, bum, ba da Ha Also, uh, former CBS News and 60 Minutes correspondent, Laura Logan, testified on Capitol Hill, talked about the news media. The news media didn't fare very well. I hope to share that with you today as well. Uh, it's pretty remarkable stuff. She, I think you'll agree. I think you'll agree with her. Uh, and in the meantime... Let's go, to, uh, let's go to the phones. I do. I'm amazed at the fact that the, the Robert Hurr investigation, the Department of Justice, has not turned over the transcripts to Congress that they were supposed to have handed over by February 19th, nine days ago, because they don't believe in the law. Our Justice Department is corrupt. Sorry. Sorry to have to say there's a lot of corruption out there. Let's go to Dan calling from Calvert County, Maryland. Daniel, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm great, Daniel. What do you say? Oh, I'm great. I'm. Uh, you know, I was just thinking, let me tell you this uh, story. When I first heard Rush Limbaugh, what, 100 years ago uh-huh. or thereabouts, I thought in my mind,
1: is it legal for him to talk like that? <laughs> because I'd, I,
0: I'd always heard the opposite on the news. And, uh, you know, tell me how great the Democrats were and what a wretched bunch the Republicans were. And I, how, is, it, is it legal for him to say that? I really had that thought. Uh-huh. And that's the problem. It's not the politicians' problem. They're, prob- they're politicians. Of course, they're going to tell you that the, that everything's fine. But it is the fault of the news media. Yes, it is. lost the news media. They have absolutely gone right out the window. Well, let me tell you, you're, you're leading right into Laura Logan on Capitol Hill. Uh, and what she was saying, she sounded kind of like me, I think. And she even used uh, information dominance. The I've got to share that with you, Dan. Now, Dan was just talking about the corrupt news media and how awful they are. And and Daniel, I'm sorry. I should have been uh, uh, hurting the clock more uh, closely. I had wanted to give you more time, but I ran out. Uh, I ran out the clock on myself. My apologies. Talking about Rush Limbaugh, Dan was, and how when he first started Rush, listening to Rush Limbaugh, it's like, is it legal for Rush Limbaugh to say these things about the news media? Tell the truth about the news media. And Rush Limbaugh was onto them a long time ago, and and uh, many of us have been onto them for uh, for a long time. I grew up in a media household myself. I am third-generation media now. My grandfather, a World War I veteran and a rock-ribbed conservative, um, started in the radio business 100 years ago. My family has been on the air nonstop, on the air nonstop for 100 years as of 2024. From 1924 to 2024... um, It's uh, my grandfather, his daughter, my mother, um, my stepfather, uh, Bill Plant with CBS News for 52 years, my brother, Daniel, who's been an on-air television reporter and anchor for God, uh, 30-plus years, and now I've been on the air for quite some time myself. It is uh, 100 years in the family. Know a thing or two about the media, brother, uh, longtime network news producer, and and, uh, on and on, and... Uh, in fact, my brother Michael has been quite recently uh, working as a producer for Laura Logan. Laura Logan, the former CBS News and 60 Minutes, which is also a CBS News correspondent, with uh, more awards than than well than Don Lemon, but they paid Don Lemon twenty four point five million dollars to go away. I guess uh, now Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, the Republican from Wisconsin. Yeah, Ron Johnson, to lead roundtable discussion, federal health agencies and COVID cartel. Uh, What are they hiding? And um, it was a remarkable event that Senator Ron Johnson hosted and talking about a a number of topics, a number of subjects. But one of his guests, one of the people he had testifying on censorship and propaganda was Lara. It's L-A-R-A and and pronounced she's South African. Uh, originally, and and L.A.R.A. Lara Logan, she goes by, and she has been a very serious reporter. She was reporting on the Arab Spring in Cairo when uh, Tahrir Square, where the Troglodytes were gathering, and Western civilization was trying to save them from themselves. It wasn't really working, Uh, and Lara Logan was grabbed by the violent crowd there and was uh, to understate sexually assaulted by a violent mob of Muslim Arab, Muslim Arab men in Tahrir Square in Cairo Egypt now in any event the testimony uh the day before yesterday on Capitol Hill Monday February 26th and Lara Logan and this has been more ignored by the news media than just about any story I've I've ever seen it's it's amazing and Lara Logan knows exactly what she's talking about. I want to share with you her testimony. We're going to do a little bit of stop and start, but but here is uh, Lara Logan on Capitol Hill testifying before Senator Ron Johnson, who's looking into censorship and propaganda. Very good stuff. Also with Lara Logan was Jason Christoph and Rodney Palmer and Matthias Desmut and, and uh, Dr. Brett Weinstein, uh, Ph.D., and they were talking about our corrupt media. Lara Logan really is actually my best girl that brought this to my attention. And uh, we're going to play it for you. And because it's long testimony, uh, we've actually speeded it up to like 1.25 speed, but I don't think you'll really be able to notice the difference so much. And I'm going to do a little bit of stopping and starting because because I don't think I've ever played anything this long before. But here is uh, Lara Logan, the... uh, So she was legendary in the news business before CBS kicked her out. And they accuse her of being a right-winger. And that's why, because they're left-wingers and they're just out of the closet. Uh, Some of them are still in the closet, but they're out of the closet left-wingers. And Lara Logan has been smeared. This is a smear like if you're pro-American, pro-Constitution, pro-legitimate news media, then you're a right-winger, see, because the left is here to destroy the world. Uh, Lara Logan, Capitol Hill, day before yesterday, was Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin talking about the news media and censorship.
1: Hello, everybody. I was asked to testify on media censorship and uh, the First Amendment, the importance of free speech. And I do want to say that it is an honor and a privilege to be here with all of you and with you, Senator Johnson. Thank you for hosting this uh, rogue committee. Um, it's... Uh, it's important to all of us, because of everything discussed today, that we address the, um, the vital principles and values that exist really only in the United States of America. And that said, these are the worst of times for the media in this country.
0: Yes, they are. We live
1: in the age of information warfare, yes. where propaganda is not simply a weapon. It is the entire field of battle. This is a war for our minds that is aided by advanced technology, and we have never been here. Not in all of human history.
0: Right, that's right.
1: It is a moment when we as journalists should stand together, united, and regardless of politics, we should fight for the truth and we should fight for freedom. I'm with Laura. Yet, not very long ago, we allowed one of our own, Tucker Carlson, to be branded as a traitor simply for doing his job. In fact, there were many so called journalists who were leading the charge against Tucker, accusing him of treason for the simple fact of interviewing the president. Of Russia, Vladimir Putin.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And to my knowledge, there was not a single legacy media institution
0: that spoke up. It's a fact. This was
1: more than a politically motivated attack on one man. It was a betrayal of the most sacred principles of a free press. And my media colleagues know this to be true no matter what they say.
0: But they lie a lot.
1: My fear is that they either no longer care or that they lack the moral courage to be honest.
0: I say both, including
1: with themselves. I have worked at the highest levels of the media as a full-time correspondent for 60 Minutes, chief foreign correspondent for CBS News, chief foreign affairs correspondent for, for CBS News. That was my home for 16 years. And as a journalist, I have sat down with world leaders, mass murderers, and terrorists. And I have held people on both sides of the aisle accountable. Imagine that. I have seen suffering, and I have faced evil, and I have walked through the fires of hell on distant battlefields. I faced my own death at the hands of a mob of some 200 men in Egypt when I was gang-raped and sodomized and beaten almost to death while on assignment for 60 minutes.
0: And then CBS fired her.
1: And yet, for almost a decade, I have been targeted and falsely branded and accused of many things that I did not do. They have attacked my work, my character, my sanity, and my marriage. And I am not alone. We are many. And we will not give up, and we will not give in to those who wish to censor the idea of free speech in America and all over the world. Media companies, institutions, and journalism schools have failed all of us. And for too long, we have allowed nonprofit organizations to masquerade as nonpartisan media watchdogs. This is great stuff. When in fact, they are little more than highly paid political propagandists and assassins. That is a fact. Whose entire reason for being is to crush anyone who stands in their way. And along with them, the long held and cherished ideas of free speech, free thinking, and free minds. This is a blood sport for them, their political allies, and their puppet masters.
0: The Democratic Party. They know how to
1: kill a journalist without murdering them. We call it cancel culture. In truth, it is a death sentence. And they get away with it because they have information dominance.
0: Information dominance. That is uh, Laura Logan. She's telling it like it is. She's telling the truth. Now, the American news media didn't cover this and they didn't report on it uh, because they're that filthy. They are that corrupt. They're that dishonest. They are that in the tank for the Democrat Party. And she was effectively canceled, uh, even though, and it's true, she was in Afghanistan. Uh, in Iraq, in the battlefields, uh, dealing with and interviewing terrorists. She has sat down with, as she said, mass murderers and world leaders. There is some overlap there. You know, if you talk to Putin, for example, talking about the media turning on Tucker Carlson because he dared to interview a world leader. That's never happened before. Time magazine made Adolf Hitler, Man of the Year, their cover boy uh, more than once, I believe. And, And on and on it goes. She was uh, nearly murdered by a violent mob of Egyptian Muslim men who, as she explained, uh, assaulted her in unimaginable ways. She barely survived. It was a horror show. I remember the episode well. And, um, and she came back and, uh, and kept going uh, full steam ahead. And she's, um, she's, you know, pulled her life uh, together. And then uh, CBS rejected her and spit her out because they declared her to be a right-winger. She's not a right-winger, and she's trying to tell the truth. And Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican, brought her to Capitol Hill, and the Democrats froze her out because the Democratic Party isn't. They are leftists, and leftists don't believe in a legitimate free and fair press. They believe in, and uh, Laura Logan used the term, information dominance. Information dominance is something I talk about frequently, and... Uh, it is a military term. It's a it's a term used by uh, militaries and and intelligence organizations. In uh, uh, you know the United States going into Iraq, the United States sought to achieve information dominance so that the Saddam Hussein uh, crazy people were not dominating the media and poisoning the population against the U.S. intervention. The U.S. sought on a military and intelligence level, information dominance. Also true in Afghanistan and the commies when they go in places, they secure information dominance by killing everybody in charge and jailing everybody that they don't kill, and they seize you know a military invasion. If you if uh, Putin swept into Ukraine and and rolled right over it in one weekend, the first thing you do is you take over the radio stations, the TV stations, and the newspapers. Then you hunt down and and jail or kill. This is what commies do. The people running whatever websites are operating in Ukraine, right? Uh, Let's get back to Laura Logan. Laura Logan telling the truth and information dominance is what the left has.
1: Some are strong enough to survive, but only a few like Glenn Greenwald, Tucker Carlson, Matt Taibbi, only a few like them are able to reach greater heights and thrive. These nonprofits that I'm talking about are part of a vast censorship network that includes government agencies. They use deception to mask their actions with lofty goals like preventing the spread of misinformation, disinformation, hate speech. They use phrases like protecting democracy.
0: We're talking about the Democrat State, Party.
1: Words matter. The media is collaborating with government agencies and operatives to censor and shape the information battlefield and to justify certain actions.
0: And by the way, she mentioned uh, she referenced Glenn Greenwald and Matt Taibbi. These are two self-described left-wing journalists, but strangely, they're still interested in the truth. And I think they're going to have to leave that Democrat Party soon because they care about the truth, and the Democrat Party is here to chop the truth's heads, the head off of the truth. Uh, uh, this is Lara Logan testifying on Capitol Hill day before yesterday.
1: For example, when the President of the United States threatens the unvaccinated, saying our patience is wearing thin and accuses them of putting communities at risk. His words are designed to justify hatred, censorship, and intimidation. And when the Vice President compares January 6 to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, it is a predicate to silence the opposition and justify the weaponization of the justice system.
0: That's exactly We right.
1: are already witnessing another shaping operation to influence the outcome of the 2024 election this time with the false claim that if one side wins, it will be the end of democracy. This lie contrived to ensure a particular outcome and to sabotage free speech yet again. Overseas taxpayer funds from hardworking Americans are being doled out by contractors under the Office of Transition Initiatives at USAID, or the State Department Bureau of Democracy, Human Rights, and Labor. These contractors, many of them ideological zealots, who are not even US government officials, often make over a quarter million dollars a year and are outside the reach, Senator, of yourself and committees like this. They hand out taxpayer dollars to programs that are shaped by highly partisan NGOs who hide behind terms like interreligious dialogue, when in fact they are funding Muslim schools that train Islamic terrorists like they did in Malaysia. Another example is Humanist International, Through them, the State Department is funding atheism grants that actively cultivate an atheist advocacy network in Nepal. This is not just to attack religion and manipulate foreign politics. It is an attack on free speech, faith, and God.
0: The left is here. The left is anti-Christian. They're pro-Islamist. They're anti-free speech. They're the bad guys.
1: While propaganda and censorship are not new, technology means unprecedented power and reach. In the hands of a few. Companies like Facebook, Instagram, and Google, as you have heard many times today, have been allowed to amass monopoly power. And as a result, they not only reach billions of people across the world every second of the day, they have absolute control over what we see and what we hear.
0: She's talking about the new authoritarianism in the United States, the new, the 21st century version of what George Orwell warned us against, at the end of World War II, as the Nazis had just been defeated and the Soviet Union was rising and communist China was around the corner. We were warned about all of this in the 20th century. The left has written most of that out of the script, and now they are seeking, as Lara Logan said, information dominance, and they have more or less secured this information dominance as a means of securing power for themselves over all of us. There is a rising authoritarianism in the United States of America, the likes of which we have never seen before. It's part of a global push by globalists, as many people refer to them, who are totalitarian in their orientation. And the first step there is securing information dominance Largely by way of social media and technology, Silicon Valley, the Democrats recognized the importance of taking over the Silicon Valley early on and they have successfully done that. Our media is the enemy of a free, functional, constitutional republic and that is a tragic reality. Now, the New York York Times and the rest of them started smearing Lara Logan. 2022 piece, Lara Logan, once a star at CBS News, is now one for the far right. She actually interviewed people that were vaccine skeptics and questioned the 2020 election. That means you're far right. Lara Logan, Washington, D.C., day before yesterday.
1: The rights that followed were in part created to protect the First Amendment, Without it, they knew that freedom itself would perish. That's a fact. I am reminded today of the words spoken by the British Foreign Secretary, Sir Edward Gray, in 1914, at the beginning of the First World War. He said, the lamps are going out all over Europe. We shall not see them lit again in our lifetime. We are once again watching the lights of freedom. They're going out here and all over the world.
0: Yes, they are, because the left is here. These are not liberals. This is the left.
1: And it's time for people in this building who come to work every day here the to, s- to serve us. This is the only country where we, the people, are the government. This is a government for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the same is said for so-called journalists. Dal Brigtree, this man, has been targeted for simply going to the FDA hearings and filming them when they approve vaccines, just filming them.
0: And, uh, you know, you've got to end up in a gulag north of the Arctic Circle. Putin will take care of you.
1: I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013c status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches, never reaches the people or the public.
0: It's the uh, battle for control of information, information dominance. Once you have that, everything else is in the bag. You win all the fake elections, and then you do what you want.